Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mail Right Podcast. Today's episode number is 387. And like so many other pieces of entertainment things that we all take for granted, it has been a Herculean effort to get this show off the ground. John's been incredibly patient with me. I've literally flown halfway across the world to do today's show and get it done on time. And I'm dealing with a sick animal and a very confused uh, inbound REM staff because uh, we, we had to stop everything and just kind of jumpstart it. So we, because of all this, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do a really special show for you. Today's show is going to be uh, a conversation surrounding the two primary companies that make real estate luxury sites and a couple of honorable mentions. We may even go so far as to mention Inbound REM on the air, the company that I founded. But we're definitely going to mention Real Estate Webmasters if we have the time because John and I get super verbose and we may not have the time. But for those of you who may not know who my co-host is, this brilliant, patient, generous man, or, uh, <laughs> um, is, uh, Obviously, you don't know me. <laughs> his name is, well... I meant generous with his time, not necessarily his money. All right. So without any further ado, for those that don't know know him, John is the founder of WP Tonic and MailRight. He's a double entrepreneur. Uh, he is uh, a legendary force inside the WordPress world. He is uh, creating this. I'll, 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 I'll say notorious. <laughs> okay. Notor- I, I was being kind. So we're going to say notorious, legendary, you pick your language. He's building the same reputation in, for himself inside the real estate uh, world. John, without uh, any further <laughs> hyperbole on my part, why don't you go ahead and tell people in your own words who you are? It's going to be an interesting show, folks. Um, I'm, the, I'm the co-founder of, of mail-right.com. We build um, really great-looking websites on WordPress+. Plus. We provide a CRM and lead generation just like real geeks, but more flexible and a better value proposition. Back over to you, um, Robert. All right. So you can't talk about real estate websites in the luxury space without mentioning the two companies that literally built the vertical. Now, the company that actually built the vertical is Agent Image. They are the first ones to see a market specifically for a luxury website. They built up their entire company based on brand and brand alone. That is design principles. And what's more, they've been doing it for over 20 years. And uh, there's some pros and cons about them doing it for that long. It's just some pros and cons about it being a company that two, that a group of high school students built out of their apartment. I worked for that company, full disclosure, from the years of 2007 through 2009 or 10. I don't remember the exact dates anymore. I worked there for a while and uh, helped become part of the legend that is uh, H&M. I do believe that they've been doing it since about the year 2000, if not before. So they are extremely venerable and they have over 30,000 live website projects. Now, about seven, eight years ago, there was a company out there that saw the need to provide some competition inside the luxury space. Agent Image had uh, done some uh, not such great things and damaged their own reputation. And into that void stepped Luxury Presence. Now, Luxury Presence was founded by Malte. Malte was a former personal assistant to Jade Mills, who is a legendary luxury agent in the real estate space. 
And Malte had listened to her enough times talk about how there was just such an incredible need for another luxury website provider. And, and being entrepreneurial, he decided to step into the space and actually with a little bit of backing from Jade Mills. And he got into the space and created luxury. He's a, he's a German guy, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, he's not German. He is one of the Nordic countries. So I don't know that I've ever asked him specifically where he's I think from. It, I might be wrong, but the couple of interviews that I watched, he um, he said he was German. Oh, maybe uh, he's German. Um, he got he got here on a scholarship, a basketball scholarship, um, and did the did the degree and um, and decided to stay here. My understanding that he also. Um, he had um, some other startup businesses, and he uh, he managed to get thirty million dollars of VC investment. And Tom Ferry is one of the investors. Oh yeah, which is, yeah, which is my understanding, Robert. That could very well be the case. All of that might very well be true. So. That doesn't uh, that doesn't surprise me if any of that happens to be to be accurate. Um, and they're doing a lot of interesting things over at Luxury Presence, but um, uh, and the, and they are definitely trying to go big inside the space. And uh, I I appreciate their efforts, but they are they are also making some fairly dramatic missteps inside the space. They're working at it, and I get it, but they are. They are, uh, uh, well, we'll get into it. All right. So um, we're so, so let's let's pull back the curtain. First of all, John, what you you've saw you've you've obviously followed Luxury Presence's uh, socials more than I have. I've met the people over there. I've met the team. I've con- uh, done a lot of conversations with them. It's a great team. It's a young team. They're all extremely excited. They're all extremely determined to build uh, a foundational company inside a space that they consider to be like fairly mm. wide open. Well, I have. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, well, yes or no about that. I, I did some research because obviously I know that you worked worked for Agent Image. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew I had to do some research on this on this particular episode because I would have much to say. Um, I've got to be honest with you. Um, the founder seems, you know, the couple of interviews and the research I did. He um, he knows his stuff. He um, I don't think he knows as much as you know. Um, but he managed to get thirty million of VC investment. Good luck to him. Um, Nice-looking websites. They're not built on WordPress. I think they're building them on their own CRM. Yeah. Um, great agency. Um, apart from that, I don't see much there, to be quite truthful. I, I don't know what the $30 has been spent on, to be quite frank about it. Um, um, it to me, it's a very different but it's got a slight taste of placer about it um i think they saw great opportunities there that they the interviews i saw that they say that he said he said in the interviews that i saw that he had about eight thousand websites Mm -hmm. um 
fantastic. I wish I had eight thousand website. I uh, wish you, you know, um, um, but you know, I, I, I couldn't cope with that anyway because it's just me and my co-host and a couple of free um, subcontractors. I couldn't do that anyway. Um, yeah, that that that's my basic reaction to it. Um, nice looking websites. By what he says, he understands online marketing. I don't think in any shape or form he has the understanding of SEO that you do. Um, maybe I'm being uncharitable. I don't know. I try and be balanced and fair. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what my ten thousand foot view is. Um, I have to be somewhat careful here because I, I have a somewhat of a, a non-disclosure with uh, luxury presence. Um, and so I've got to be, I've got to be fairly, fairly careful about what I, what I, what I say and don't say, but, but I will say this about growing a company of that type in general, when you take on that much venture capital, John, there's a certain amount of pressure that goes along with it. that says you're going to be build a certain type of company. And, I think that luxury presence, everything I've seen, definitely suggests they're under that kind of pressure to scale at mass incredibly fast inside a technical industry is not that easy. And they've had to build a product where they can basically satisfy 8,000 different agents all over the country, and they've had to build it organically. Yeah. Now, every time... You see something like that. I know the whole real estate industry gets super on fire about following along with what everybody else is doing. You're always competing against the guy down the street. You see one of the really successful agents put up a luxury presence site, and then you go ahead and put up a luxury presence site as well. I'm going to say that while I know for a fact that they're working on their processes, I know for a fact that they're working on their SEO um, processes. I'm going to say that the results that I've seen so far and continue to see are not great at all. And that they've made, they've built some technology that is not going to support the work that they want to do. They did not build it correctly for some of the things that they are trying to achieve. Might they be working on rebuilding it and getting it right so that it works well for SEO? It's entirely possible that they are. But currently speaking, there are quite a few things that I've seen that are global. Some of them I've talked about, but some of their uh, process work has to be broken. Some of the ways that they communicate to clients about transferring SEO values appears to be broken. I don't know if they fixed it. I, see, I strongly think that they probably have not. I have reasons for saying that because they, they when the... It, well, you know what? I'm going to leave all that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say that I have technical reasons from looking at websites that seem to suggest that the process is still not fixed in 2023. Um, I have clients that have called me. I've seen other case studies and examples that have come up beyond the ones that I've published that all seem to suggest that if you were going to take an established website and transfer over luxury presence, that is a very iffy decision right. to do that. Um, so for all of those listening to the show, looking for a review, and if you're a luxury agent now, if you're a new agent looking to establish a site, sure, go with them. But if you're paying for their SEO services, I would say that they do not have that dialed in yet and that you are probably not going to see the return on investment that you were hoping that you would see. Um, that is my... But 
but that's the like some of the cons and it, it plays deeply into this venture capital and the fact that they've got 30 million and they're moving fast and yeah, I don't so think- so in some ways I was right, I was on the right track to kind of link them in a way to placer because I think some of Placer's problems, even, they really liked their, their chief marketing, I forgot his name, came on the show, um, really nice guy, very intelligent, um, very straightforward. Um, but I think their problem was the same. They took all this venture capital and because of that they had to go in a direction which wasn't maybe on reflection the best direction, you know. So that's why I kind of linked the two together, Robert. Yeah, I mean, for uh, I've, uh, I have I cannot say enough good things about Malte and the team that I've met. I, I want to say I want to separate a couple things. My impression is guys and gals, people listening to the show, it doesn't matter who you are. But uh, saying that you've been given $30 million to build a company and you haven't necessarily built a company with $30 million before is a major upskill. It's a major task. Malte seems to be a guy that goes out and collects information from people that have it. And he seems willing to invest in that, that information. So given enough time, I have faith in him as a leader. He seems to be doing all the things he can possibly do as a leader. But to say that he got it right straight out of the batter's box, I don't know that I would say that. I would also say, He's, he's attempting to build three separate companies in one. He's attempting to build a company that has a free product where they're, they're making them in mass for free. That's crazy. He's taking that $30 million and doing exactly what Playster did and trying to get the install base. And that failed with Playster. It's probably going to fail with Luxury Presence. There's a ton of reasons for that. Okay. But number two, he, he's, he's trying to build a mid-range product, which is probably their most successful product. Where they're, they got a luxury like presence and they're doing a little bit of marketing. Actually, let me rephrase. It's, it's their, their most successful product is probably the one that they have a third product, which is a hyper luxury product and they're charging 20, 30 grand for yeah. site. And that product is the one that they still showcase that everybody sees. Use, there's a huge video element to it and they've got, they did an amazing job when they built. Jade site and, and creating a different presentation for the site. They had a great branding vision that's probably Malte's greatest skill that he brings to the table is that he's got an amazing branding vision and all the backing and support for the branding part of it that he could possibly need. But that's a branding site. That is not a free catch-all site where you're telling people you're going to get a result off it. That's completely different product. And whether or not they're explaining to every single person that comes in that, that they've got three products with three different sets of expectations. I don't see the fact from customer input, I don't think they're getting that part right. They did the oh. same thing that they did over at Playster where they scaled beyond the ability to train a staff behind them to explain the product right to their customer base, which means their customer base thinks they're buying something different than what they're getting. And yeah. I've heard that 50 yeah. different times from 50 different people. Yeah, but before we go to our, go for our break, I just want to quickly go for the prices. Then when we come back, I've actually got something good to say about luxury presents, actually. Um, so um, the information I got, it's from 5,000 to 15,000 plus setup, and then from 300 to 500 
plus licensing licensing fees. So they're definitely in the luxury side, aren't they? Um, yeah. So I think we go for a break, Rob. What do you reckon? We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. This has been episode number 387. We're having a conversation about agent, agent image versus luxury presence. And uh, we'll, we'll come back to you with some additional information. We're going to focus the second half of the show a little bit more on agent image. We've been talking about luxury presence a lot. We'll have another conversation about agent image at the end of the show. I've got some good things to say about them. And I have a lot of good things to say about luxury presence. They're both mm. companies that are being run by, by yeah. teams with good ideas. Okay? So... Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back to episode number 387. John was fearless today. He uh, set a topic matter for agent image and luxury presence, which are two real estate website companies in the luxury space making luxury websites. Uh, It's a fascinating conversation. I've got a deep, deep, deep amount of experience with both companies and, um, or at least a deep, deep level of knowledge for various reasons. I've essentially done contract work for both of them. And um, it's uh, anyway, so it's 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 an interesting yeah. dialogue. So, John, yeah. um, when you took us to break, you said you had some good things to say. So, why don't you share that with us? I think the, the before I start is that both companies are reputable. I don't want to give any impression that um, I think before you went to break, you laid out some of the problems, which you're communicate, you know, really communicating effectively to your customer base what exactly they're going to get. And I, I think it's tricky. I think it's even, probably even tricky for you. It's tricky for me. It's tricky for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. Um, I think the good news, which is bad news for Agent Image, but I'll be really interested to see what how your reaction to what I'm just about to say. The good news for Luxury Presence is their websites in generally, generally are much better looking. Um in my opinion, mm-hmm. much better design. The problem with Agent Image is I think they're a bit tired, their designs, their um, design language, their image language. Um, I've got MA in UX and graphic design. I've also got a degree in computer science and I've got mm-hmm. an MA. So... I got a little bit of knowledge. It was a few years ago because I'm a bit old now. But the problem of Agent Image, when you look at their examples, and their examples should be their best work, mm-hmm. it's tired looking, it's old, it's tired as far as I'm concerned. It's lazy design um, based about eight, nine years ago. Luxury Presence, their designs, their demos, what they're presenting is much better in my opinion. I agree 100%. Okay? I I don't disagree. And there's a reason for that. 
Agent Image, which has changed the name of their design and development backend team, which is all in the Philippines, uh, like three, four different times. Last time it was August 99. And I, I've recently talked to an old friend over there and I, I believe they've renamed it again and rebranded it again. It's now something else. And I don't know. I forget what he told me the name was, but I will tell you this. As far as I know, it's been the same, the same core team built up the four or 500 people that work on the back end for Agent Image. This is a very, very large team out of the Philippines. You have a handful of, of designers that, that really were award-winning, incredible designers that they managed to get their hands on, usually out of school. And then these people built up the branding reputation of Agent Image, all based on the back of really two or three really talented designers. Now, to your point, though, most of those people were that were leading that charge were doing it 10, 15, 20 years ago. So, so Agent Image has been plagiarizing off its own design concepts for like 15 years. You really only very rarely do you see something original and it almost always comes out of the team that's been assigned to the Imagine Studios brand or Agent X brand under Agent Image. Now, put simply for those listening to the show, if you don't have a budget of ten dollars to $20,000, you don't get access to those designers. You get access to the B team or junior team of designers that do all of their other products, semi-custom, everything else. So when you're looking at a couple of sites that they built, they are using outdated technology, but I would say that the handful of Image Imagine Studio or Agent X sites that I've seen still are could hold up against luxury presence, in my opinion. Right. In okay. my opinion. Just well, in my opinion. Well, you know, you know more about You work for them. You, you work for both companies. You know better than me. I'm just giving an outside perspective. I think your perspective is incredibly astute. For those listening to the show, John's, John's experience, which he's, he's humbly downgrading, I would say it's, it's as good as anybody's that you're ever going to hear, except for somebody maybe like me who's worked for all the companies. And there aren't, there are like 10, 10 guys, gals out there like me. There's almost nobody anymore that's still in the industry. Everybody left real estate and went and did other, other things with this. There's a couple of people that still work for Agent Image that have been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years. That's one of the guys I talked to. Everybody else, John, left the real estate space. So, there is nobody left that has this ancient history and can talk, but you're, 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 you're looking at the product from an outside view with the degrees that you've got is correct. They're not, they haven't updated to like web three technology. They haven't gone completely mobile friendly. They have things that they shouldn't be using anymore. In their I think designs. I've got to be honest, unless you're going, when you see, if you're unless you're going with the higher tier of what Agent Image is offering, or you go with the maybe the higher, I don't know what you get for five thousand from Luxury Presence. I've got to be truthful, um, but I'd imagine you'd be better off going because the ten thousand dollar mark plus, uh, even with them. Um, You'll probably be better off going with the WordPress route and going with a uh, a designer, or you know, we off you know we offer semi custom. But there's plenty of um, if you there's plenty of people in the WordPress real estate that can do you a custom website. Um, 
what we what we're trying at Mailrite is to offer that flexibility, but also provide a CRM and other marketing tools. That's what we're trying to do, um, because people tend to underestimate the amount of back and forth, the amount of zooms, the the run around to get material content, the back and forth. Of, you know, if you're going the full custom route. There, there's a ton of time that's taken up, and you will be charged ten thousand plus. Um, if they're based in the US at all, well, even if they even if they're offshoring it, because to make any decent money, it, you know, it's a real runaround, isn't it? It's a it's a time consuming process if you're going the full custom route, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and to make things more confusing for everybody out there, like, you know, there are elements that are created by JavaScript, which is on 98% of all websites that Google doesn't read. And then there's other element, elements that they do. Some of the best websites in the world are being coded on like React and some, uh, some other things that all play into like JavaScript libraries. So it's gotten very complex. So when you start when we when we start talking about like web3 technologies it's very confusing for everybody about what we should be using and how we should be using it and so when i when i throw a stone at agent image and say oh they should be using something else i think that one of the decisions that they've made is to stay with html and css which is a very safe decision as it relates to building their sites but it's also as you well know incredibly antiquated Logic. Oh, so they, they they don't build them on WordPress then? They've got their own custom... No, they build theory. them on WordPress. They're, yeah. they're building on WordPress. They're just not like... You build on WordPress and we could go, we could have gone with like headless concepts and things like that. And and, and companies out there that are have really young teams and are getting really excited about what's possible, like uh, Luxury Presence, they're, they're using some of that to make all those visuals consumable. Unfortunately, though... The vast majority of luxury presence websites are completely unreadable by Google, which means that they're <laughs> it's a no go for search engine optimization. And once again, I don't fault those those development teams. It's a complex subject. You you really have a decision: do you play it safe and make sure that Google can read the sites, or do you do you get really super advanced about it and and try to appeal to those branding clients that just want something that looks really cool? Yeah, it's funny you brought this up because some of my other business, I've got a major client, um, they're a national client, um, and accessibility is really, because they, they've they've done audits. They've mm-hmm. had audit because they're a, gov- a, a federal government supplier. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That they had to do accessibility audits, and we we didn't build the original website for them, but we have been working with with them for the past nine months, mm-hmm. trying to because it's a very very large website. It's a non real estate website, mm-hmm. but it's a very very large website with a lot of content, and we could have just put accessibility plugin, but it had to be done right, and it's taken a ton of time, and they've paid for it, but. Um, and it's the same thing. If you really want to get it up to top tier accessibility ranking, you end up with a very, very bland looking website. So we've just said to them, we've got you up to a stage that's in the upper 
to middle ranking when it comes to accessibility. But if we mm-hmm. push this any far further, you're going to end up with a really plain Jane throwback to the early 90s looking website. So it's not quite the same scenario, but it's got the same, I thought I'd throw that in because it's, it has some linkage to what you just said, doesn't it? It's a conversation that I have almost daily with my clients, like almost daily. There's really only 14 fonts that Google claims inside its actual manuals, like its, its technical manuals that it reads correctly. There are thousands of fonts available but they don't promise you that they can read any of them. They, they say that we're ready to read 14 because they've created a spider that crawls billions of websites and they had to have a quality standard. So the quality standard is we can read 14 fonts correctly. And every, anything else, they're telling you there's a margin of error that we won't read this page right. That's not very exciting for all those people out there that are interested in branding and appearance and things like that. And the sure. big companies that set the branding standards, like Apple, Apple doesn't give a rat's ass if Google can read their sites. So they do all sorts of things with branding that you look at and you go, oh my God, this is incredible. And then I have people come to me and use Apple like stores, Apple websites, Apple everything. And they're like, I want my thing to look like this. And I'm like, great. So you don't, you don't care if Google reads it. So let's get let's get to let's wrap this up. Let's wrap okay. this up because you've you've had a long flight and you've got things to do. So let's get to the nitty gritty of this. All right. So uh, if, you, if, you, if you were looking at either agent image or luxury presence and you had a budget of five to ten grand and you wanted a top tier luck you're a real estate agent and you you know, apart from going to your company, you bad REM, which I suggest that people should go and have a discussion with you before. Um, I noticed that um, Tom doesn't have you uh, for an interview. He has um, some other people to interview on the Tom Ferry. Um, I suggest, Tom, that you should have Robert on your show for an interview. Uh, Rob, uh, I think that would be an interesting discussion. So, um, um, so apart from choosing your own company, and um, which they should look at, um, which which of these, if you did know about inbound art, which one would you choose? Agent image or luxury presence? Well, I think I think that what you just said is a hundred percent. So. so I, those long-time listeners will know I don't plug myself that much on the show, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Yeah, bounce you're looking, you're, you're looking yeah, at these two providers, and I'm still taking calls. You need to call me. If you have a budget of five to $10,000 or more, and you're going to put it into one of these two companies, you need to call me. But being reductive and answering John's question, not calling me, and just, just playing along with the scenario that's been painted, I still probably go with Lux or Agent Image. Right. All right. They, their staff, their sales staff, their support staff are more experienced in taking orders than Luxury Presences is. And I, I have some signals that say that that while they've got maybe a really good sales guy in charge at Luxury Presence, I'm not seeing the signs that he is technically like getting his team to adhere to accurate information when they're on the phone with agents. Like they're not training, retraining and training well, again. When you got their, eight, if you've got about 8,000 websites, you, you, 
you're not like me. You you know you you got you know you got your own book of business, and I've got a lot less than you. But when you're talking about eight thousand bloody websites, it's it's a, it's a it's a totally different scenario. You got to have you got to have everything running sweet because it, otherwise it's going to soon get messy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, I I'm going to say. Um, but having said that, there there are products that Luxury Presence is making that I would look at. If I'm an agent, I'm looking at their free free site, and I just want to prop up something that is is nice looking. I would say that Luxury Presence is something to look at. Branding needs to be your only concern, and you need to assume a hundred percent you will never do a transaction off the site. It's just a place for listing agents to have a sexy site for low cost and for for agents that are newer into the industry and just are trying to compete with all the big name agents in their area that are luxury agents. This is one way for you to at least have something that on the surface looks like it does the job. After that, it's going to be your determination drive and your ability to network and go to the places where these people have money and and get your name out there another way and do the transaction another way. It's not going to come from your website. Your website will just be a tool that you send people to that you've managed to generate through other methods, but you want to look professional when they get there. Okay? That's my luxury presence commentary. Um, that That's... I don't really have that much to say, but I want to make sure it's clear to everybody and you, John, I'm not throwing luxury presence under the bus. Okay? <laughs> I think that there are just things that you should need to know about them. And for anybody who's willing to place a call or who's got the $10,000 to spend, I highly recommend that you call me and, and go through the pros and cons because there are a much deeper list of pros and cons with both these companies and things you need to be aware of if you're going to walk in with a big budget and hire them. You're going to spend $10,000 on a website and hire these guys. There are things that you need to know before you outlay that capital. That's it. I think, I think it's time to wrap it up, Robert. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for attuning, uh, attending our conversation. We ended up not getting into real estate webmasters. I did mention my company, but in a very limited way. Um, John, thank you so much for putting together this show and being patient with me. I deeply appreciate it. Um, John is an incredible voice for those of you who are looking for a different kind of opinion. You want to hear somebody who's going to give you his mind and speak a little bit outside the box. I do recommend that you call John and get into a conversation with him. And what's more, I'm becoming more inaccessible. As my company is growing, conversations with me are going to get harder to have. You can still get me on the phone for the next six months or so, but I just got back from the Philippines from training a team. And here's my recommendation for everybody listening to the show. John is, a, is another great guy to talk to. He doesn't have the same experience that I have, but he has a lot of front forward-facing web development experience that you can leverage inside getting an opinion from somebody about what you should be doing. And I will yeah. tell you this, John will be honest. Yeah. Whether you, well, you, and I think the reason why we can do this show, you're you're looking you're looking at luxury presence, agent image and webmaster, no, real estate webmasters. My target is real geeks and Sarah Interactive. I'm quite open about it. And a bit of bold, lead, bold leads with a bit of real geeks and Sarah Active 
mixed up. That's what my offering is, Robert. You're, I think what your um, target audience is what we've just. But I think I think we've been very honest without being cruel or disparaging in any way. I, I think uh, you know. I think we've been very honest and sincere in what our comments in this episode have been. I don't disagree. Now, John, if somebody did want to reach out to you, how do they do it? Um, just go over to the mail-right.com website. Have a look at what we've got to offer. Like I say, if you're looking for a better-looking website, but some of the key functionality of Real Geeks or Sarah Interactive at a fair price and have some individual hand-holding, we're the people that would, would probably fulfill what you're looking for. So go over there and you can book a demo with me in a chat, a direct chat. Back over okay. to you, Robert. Ladies and gentlemen, um, if you'd like to still uh, learn more about me, get my experience, go to inboundrem.com and look at the about or services pages. Those have the most information about me and the company. Uh, the site's big. It has a lot of advice to new and veteran agents alike on all sorts of subjects. So if you're just looking to learn more about websites or marketing options, I, I do actually always recommend the Inbound REM website as a place to go check out. Um, last little comment here. I've made it a couple times. I really do mean it. I've a few different times said that access to me is going to be a little bit more difficult or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off on having my conversations with only veteran agents and people that have uh, been in the industry 10 years or longer. That's probably going to, that change is going to occur uh, in 2024. Right now in 2023, you still get me on the phone for most of the calls. So if you do want to speak to me directly and if you are have $10,000 or more to spend, I strongly suggest that you do talk to me directly. Um, well, well worth the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Guys, gals, thank you so much. John, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for being patient with me. Everybody, thank you so much for being patient with me. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a long day. We'll catch yeah. you on the next time.